2: To the spoken the spoken. Holy hat, it's the spoken podcast here in the Casey Coast Studios. I am your host, Lance Twidwell, here with my guys, Eddie Ortiz, yo, yo, yo. and Trevor Twidwell. What's cracking everybody where we don't say stupid shit and get ourselves fired. It's a great day, guys, to out, be out here talking some I don't, uh, I
0: don't think we can get fired, can we?
2: I could fire you, I guess, technically. I mean, we're kind of in this together, so that'd be something we'd have to run up to. You HR. are a Canada <laughs> shirt, but, but, so. Yeah, I was just, yeah, you could always go up north. I mean, it's the about, North remembers. It's all about Kawhi today, so that's all why about I Kawhi. Damn France right. And how sure. wrong you and Trevor are going to be about him staying yeah. in Toronto. Anyway,
1: things have changed.
2: Man. We're going to, yeah, <laughs> they're going to change all right into purple and gold. Um, we got a lot to cover today, guys. Um, U.S. women's national team won again, uh, beating a team that many did not expect man. them to beat. Uh, Tyree Kill, we finally get to talk about some stuff that we've been waiting to be released, and now it has been released, and we get to talk about that. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, where he's going to land, uh, where I think almost 100% certain he's going to land uh, after some information that came out today. Right. Eddie's going to fill in some cracks. We're going to be handing out some L's. But let's first get to something that is um, – I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this, but at the same time, I, I want to just get it out of, out of the way because I, I don't have – And I've never really had any true respect for this particular person. Um, Trevor and I, I can't speak for Eddie, but Trevor and I grew up in this city listening to sports talk radio, uh, admiring and respecting a lot of the guys that have come through this town that have either been from here originally or guys that came in for a while and went on to do bigger and greater things. My biggest inspiration has always been Nick Wright. Uh, Not only has he been unbelievably talented and great at what he's done and has blown up and now he's on the national level, uh, but he was also re- really good to me. He, he gave me a lot of advice throughout the years, and, and I really appreciate everything he did. But with as many Nick Wrights as there are, you have your Kevin Keatsmans. And uh, needless to say, there has been some uh, well-deserved and long-overdue justice that has been served to one Kevin Keatsman um, from 810 WHB radio, sports radio. Um, if you didn't know, which I'm sure most of you already know, if you're listening to this, you're you're somebody that stays informed with local uh, Kansas city sports talk. And um, for those that don't Kevin Keatsman, uh, he was uh, originally um, on the afternoon show two to six. Uh, I think it was called between the lines on a uh, eight in sports radio. And he went on a tangent about a 20, 25 minute tangent. And in the, in there two different times he had questioned uh, the integrity of Andy Reid, not only as a coach, which is fine because that's yeah. usually our, you know, a job of somebody in sports to challenge a coach if they feel like it's necessary but he took it a, te- a step further and went after the man, and primarily, and more importantly, after the father that Andy Reid is. And if anybody knows, Andy Reid had lost a son a few years ago to uh, drug overdose, to uh, addiction. And that's a very sensitive topic, no matter who you talk to, because almost every single family out there has some way, somehow been affected by that. Right. And uh, I know our family has. I, I'm, I'm assuming Eddie has at least had somebody in his life that has d- battled with addiction. Uh, whether they won or lost the battle. The fact is, is that we all know somebody and Keatsman took it upon himself to take uh, senseless and insensitive shots at Andy Reed for no reason. I mean, this came out of literally nowhere. Um, it originally started as a Tyreek Hill conversation and Keatsman has been famous for saying things that, you know, he's, he, he definitely jumped out ahead, kind of like some of us have, but he's actually paid to do these things. And he jumped out ahead and was uh, criticizing Tyreek unfairly about some stuff and ended up making him look bad. And of course, in Keatsman fashion, he didn't apologize. And then when he got exposed for the things he said about Andy Reed as the man and as the father, um, instead of apologizing and just saying, shit, I really messed up and said the wrong things and I really shouldn't have. And it was wrong of me. Uh, he tried to backpedal, try to say he didn't say those things and thank, thank goodness for my friends, my fellow savages, the three chiefs Migos, two of the three chiefs Migos, Clay Windler and Shane Williams for taking initiative and, and exposing his ass for what he said. Because I think a lot of times we get caught up in something for a moment, and then we kind of just let it go. This wasn't something that we could do that with. This was something that needed to be dealt with and dealt with swiftly. And so, Shane, I know we have a we have a group text, and uh, you know he told he told Clay, man, we gotta get on this shit. We got We got to do something about this. And Clay, the skill set that he has and the savagery that he runs into, the, that's in his veins. Uh, he took care of it, and Marty McDonald and these other guys got involved. It, it, it went to the national level. I mean, Clay's videos were getting shared. The audio—those things—26 seconds of the audio that he said, and, th- and they shared the links too, so that way you don't say it's out of context. Mm-hmm. Um, it was—it was definitely exactly what he said. Even when he tried to go on KCTV five and say that it's—he's sorry that people misunderstood him—and it really just came down to him saying the wrong fucking thing. Right. That was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing, and he backpedaled. He tried to moonwalk like Michael Jackson. He fell on his ass once again. And now 810 made the right decision and said, look, even though the guy is a, is a partial owner, a minority owner, less than 5% owner, uh, we got to we got to part ways with him. And they let him go today. And I, can't, I couldn't be more happier with 810, even though I'm not a big listener of theirs. Um, I couldn't be more happier with the decision they made. And quite frankly, I couldn't be more proud of our city for unifying together like they did. Because some people might look at this and think, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Uh, you know, this they're, they're just words. And, and furthermore, we got dipshits out there that are saying, well, it's freedom of speech. You have every right to say whatever the hell you want. You are not free of consequences for what you say, especially when your job, what pays your bills is what you say. And when you say things like that about a man that has done literally no harm to you, and even if he has, you still don't have the right to say the stupid and insensitive shit that you did about him. Just because you think you have the right, which you technically do, doesn't mean that you aren't going to suffer the consequences. And Kevin Keatsman is the ultimate example of that. And so for all of you out there, whether you agree or disagree with this decision, I will go ahead and just get out ahead and say it. It was the right decision that a, a- 10 made, and I'm glad they did it, and we're a better city for it. And quite honestly, the quality of airwaves for Sports Talk Radio in Kansas City got better. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, Trevor, if you want to expand no, on it, go no, ahead. No.
1: You, you, you pretty much covered the... Uh the entirety of it. And I don't think we need to give much more time than that. So I appreciate that. Well, yeah. uh,
2: we're going to get right to it guys. Um, I, I did mention it, the U S women's national team. I'm sure Eddie's going to talk more about this and when he fills in the cracks, but I want to go over it because it, it deserves absolute praise Amazing and attention. Bro. USA baby. I'm telling you, man, Megan Rapino and these other women, they have been absolutely nails, man. And it, those
1: guys can play. No, sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's
2: fine. But <laughs> I'm just saying that all respect, all respect to what they've oh, done man. because I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, guys. I I've I've always wanted America to have great soccer. And even though I'm not the biggest soccer fan, admittedly, to have great soccer in Kansas City, or not Kansas City, but in America. Mm-hmm. Kansas City too. In Kansas City too, obviously. This is this is a staple for soccer in America. Yeah, yeah. But to have it like this, it, it, I cannot explain it to you guys how proud I am to see our country doing something like this. And these women deserve all the praise. We talked about this last week. We talked about I think even the week before. And it needs to be talked about again. They just beat a team. I, correct me if I'm wrong, Eddie. They've never beaten them in the World Cup before.
0: Uh, that would that would be something I have to check. Uh, I know <clears throat> in the last previous three matches that they had friendlies, uh, USA hadn't won any. They got destroyed in, I know in the first one, 3-0. And then it was a draw. And then I believe it was 3-1 in the last match Uh, right before the World Cup started. So... It was a tough task. Uh, it was nothing easy, uh, but they, they got it done.
2: Yeah, so it, it, regardless of what it is, what, regardless of if they have one or not, I, I don't believe they have, because I, I try to look back, and I could not see a time that the U.S. actually beat France. And we'll have to check that later on. But the fact is, over the last several tries, France has either beaten U.S. or the U.S. has tied them. And they haven't had a lot of success against France. And you've told me several times, Eddie, that France is a very good country when it comes to soccer on both men and well, women. Yeah. And this was a big feat for the, the U.S. To, to accomplish. Obviously, the men just made a statement
0: by winning the World Cup with, uh, by having one of the youngest rosters in the World Cup. So that, that tells you a lot. That means that same roster will be back in four years, and they already won it as a young core. Now they're coming with more experience. That's another different topic, but but the females, I mean, they were just as good. Uh, you're talking the World Cup was in France, so you know, like everything was in favor of for the French woman to win and for the U.S. to make the statement they did today. It, it was amazing. It, yeah. it was great to watch. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have too much confidence like, with for the U.S. Uh, because of the the recent games they've had. <clears throat> uh after Thailand, it hasn't been really easy for the U.S. I, yes, they've scored three goals. Yes, they won the previous match uh, against Spain. But mm. obviously it was two penalty kicks. The second one a little bit questionable. Uh, so it, it's, it was only going downhill for the U.S. Uh, women's team. Uh, and today they proved that that was not true. That's not the case, that, th- that they're actually the team to beat. You know what I mean? Now they go up against England, which – which is kind of like the 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 underdog in this in this match, and I mean England. As of what I've seen, England, I've seen England um, a couple games this this World Cup already. I've seen two or three games, I believe. And they don't play around. They they go and they get the they shit done and they close the games. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's gonna be a super tough task for the U.S. women to well, it, to, to like, beat. But
2: yeah, yeah, I, I think it just it's it just exciting because, like I said, I think that. America being in the – because uh, soccer is the global sport. And so for America to finally be in it, regardless of being a male or female, it it, it makes things just that much – like we feel that much more involved in a, in a, in a global scale. Yeah. Because let's be honest, like we, we cheer on our guys, but none of us ever think like they have a chance at winning the World Cup ever. Right? They don't have they, – there's no chance. They're not beating Spain. They're not beating Portugal. They're not beating Germany. They're not beating Brazil. They're not beating Belgium. They're not beating all
1: these – Amazingly, it's like the opposite of USA basketball,
2: right? Like when when, US, <laughs> when USA basketball, we always basketball, expect
1: USA basketball just to right. run the show. We
2: know that they're going right. to at least be in the dance. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying to see say, to say that we finally have our in with the dynasties, if you will, of global of a global sport. It means a lot, man, and I think we need to pay more attention to it and because it is a big deal. Quick,
0: quick little fact about the the U.S. women's national soccer team. I believe there's been seven World Cups uh, so far, uh, and the US has won three of them. So that tells you a lot that the US is it's not a country to mess with. And when it comes to women's soccer, uh, and another quick little fact is that the US every time they reach the quarterfinals, they always win the World Cup. So the three previous World Cups, they've they've won them once they reach the quarterfinals. So
2: yeah, that's a great fact, man. I'm, and I, like I said. Um, I think that we need to pay more attention to this because it. it I know that we do naturally pay more attention to men's sports. And, and I get that. I do. Because for whatever reasons, we do follow them more. Um, but I will say that this is something that we need to give a lot of honor and respect to because these ladies, like we've talked about, even in the Thailand match when they were trying to criticize them for uh, scoring too many goals. These women have busted their ass to get where they're at right. and they deserve the praise for everything. They've, worth the work, they've given up one freaking goal, man. They've scored 20. Like, they up. Two. I thought you said okay. Well, okay, they give up two goals then.
0: No. So yeah, now and with and okay, knockout so, stages yeah. So they're up.
2: They're what plus eighteen in goals then? So
0: they're plus twenty, twenty 20,
2: twenty two, <laughs> 22 and Jesus, plus
0: twenty. Okay. Anything. Yeah. My so numbers. My plus, numbers are off. That's yeah, why we have Eddie here, so obviously. Goal differential is plus twenty with okay. two goals against. Okay. Jesus,
2: man Yeah. So. so regardless, they are absolutely dominating. Um, I know Eddie had told me earlier today that he was a little nervous about that's this matchup and. And you said you could see the U.S. winning, but there was going to be a matchup that they were definitely going to have to give their best, and they definitely did that. And Megan Rapinoe made sure of that. Um, She definitely went in there locked in and scored them two goals. They
0: they took advantage of the the, the chances they had. Yes, Uh, absolutely. France was uh, dominating the entire game. Uh, I mean, rightfully so. They were the better counterpart or whatever you want to say. Uh, So for the U.S. to make this kind of statement, it puts everybody in the World Cup, okay, you know, uh, they were in a little decline, but now we don't
2: see the decline anymore. Yeah, they have they, to respect they, the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Now they have because yes. you can say, okay, well, they beat Thailand, so that's obviously not a big deal. Okay, that's fine, but now they just beat France, who is a juggernaut. So to beat them, yeah. you have to take them seriously. I know England's coming up. Mm. I know there's other big teams still bit, still out there, but uh, I think yeah. that the U.S. has to be taken seriously and has to be taken seriously as a, as a championship contender. Um, moving on, guys, we're gonna talk a little Chiefs. Actually, we usually do this in segment one, segment two. But we got a little time in this one because we're gonna. I, I, I've been excited to talk about this all week yep. because it's been something that I've been hinting at for a long period of time, and it's finally here. It's finally for us to be able to talk about. Um, if you have Confirmed. not followed, yeah, if you've not followed Marty McDonald uh, at One Chief's Kingdom, I believe that is his uh, handle. For, um, forgive me, Marty, if I said that wrong, but definitely follow him on uh, fa- uh, Twitter. It's Marty McDonald. Uh, you'll love his, what he does. He's he's very well connected, and he's given out a lot of s- source material in the past. He's actually one of the guys that broke the Scott Pioli news before Scott Pioli was fired. And so he's been very nails throughout the years. And uh, he sent out an article. I recommend you check it out on the, on the spoken page on Facebook. We posted it on there where everything we thought we knew about Tyreek in this situation was flipped on its, on its complete on its head completely. Uh, We were, we were under the belief and we we can go through it again. But the fact is we were led to believe it was one thing. And now we know that there has been a lot of stuff that Tyreek Hill has had to endure and stay silent. in because of, the proceedings and the legalities of things. He's been ready to talk about this stuff for quite a while, and now we know that he is in a, he's in a position of innocence, and now he's going to play football this season, and they're even talking about the Chiefs are open to an extension yep. with Tyreek Hill. And it's just crazy to see how much and how fast things have changed. Trevor, what are your thoughts on what we now know and what we can talk about?
1: Well, man, I mean, it's, um, it's definitely eye-opening, and it's definitely a, a call to – everyone who jumped the gun, including myself and everyone else, pretty much that I know, um, to really, really take a backseat before making a decision to how you perceive someone or someone's so-called actions, you know, just from hearsay. Um, the audio didn't help obviously, but, um, yeah, man, this, as a football fan, obviously we're stoked because we know we're getting our number one weapon, uh, in the offense back. Um, but just from the like the humane side of it all, like, we're glad that the, he had nothing to do with the child's injury. That definitely makes you look at him differently. I know he has a past, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's clearing up and cleared up. I know we got some stuff still in the mud that we we may never figure out entirely uh, or know everything about it, which is fine with me as long as the kid's healthy and in a safe environment and he's clear. Um, yeah, man, it's it's. It, it definitely feels like a weight in, uh, is off of the city. Um, it's been a stain on the city for the last couple of months. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm glad for him. I'm glad he's getting some clarity. I'm glad he's cooperating with the league and, and everything's going smooth. You know, he's not trying to play hardball. You know, if he gets a suspension, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to take his suspension, whatever it is, unless it's super lengthy. If it's anything, eight games or more than that, he, he should definitely fight that. But um, I'm pretty sure he'll get a couple, two to four games is what I'm expecting. Um, and I'm pretty sure he'll take that on the chin and, and respectfully so uh, move forward.
2: Yeah. So. I, I think if, honestly, because I, I was, you know, it, it, it's all changed so quickly. I said yeah, last week I thought it was going to be four games. This week I thought it was going to be two games. Yeah. And then we have people saying, well, he may not get suspended at all. I think he is going to suffer some sort of suspension just yeah. because of the dramatics of all of this, whether yeah, it's his fault or not. for the league. For the sure. league has to save face somehow. I'm not saying that's right. Mm-hmm. But the league is going to come at this from a perspective of, look, um, we get that people in Kansas City and the national and the media of Kansas City has has been very close knit with all this, so you guys know the situation better than most people outside of Kansas City. But but for the mass populace, the the NFL and Roger Goodell in particular is going to make a statement somehow.
1: Yeah, and then Terrence Paylor has even came out and said that he, more than likely he's going to be there just for the start of camp. Yes. So if that's not a good sign, I mean, I don't know what is. That's that's it's a great a, sign. I, I, absolutely. I mean, that's has shown you that he's ready to go. And he's obviously been putting out the the videotape, the the recordings of him training and staying in shape. He looks like he's in great shape. Uh, I don't doubt the guy's conditioning at all. So it's exciting as a fan. Um, and then just hopefully we can just move on and put all this stuff behind us, and yeah, yeah. we have no more bumps in the road ahead. So. Well,
2: and, and furthermore, more than just training, like it's it's great to see the fact that because you know some people you know worry that this might be a distraction to his teammates. See, he's know. out there. No, he's out there training with teammates. Right. Gary Dieter and these other guys are out he there knows training Mahomes with
1: him. Is, in, is probably still in contact with him. Absolutely. I don't doubt Absolutely. That for a second, so
2: there's no reason in the world why he wouldn't be. I mean, right. this this guy is not a criminal. He's not guilty of any acts of violence right now right he is innocent in this situation as far as we know and he's ready to play football so that's where we need to be at and so um big shout like i said big shout out to Marty mcdonald big big shout out to clay these guys have been working their asses off with some information and incel that you know that they have released out there for the for the world to see on twitter facebook and things of that nature so go follow martin mcdonald the chief's Kingdom. Uh, go follow, obviously, Clay. Our, he's also our producer. They do just do does so much within the Chiefs, you know, kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Tribe Cinema as well. And definitely follow them, guys. Uh, sh- follow Shaggy Shane. You guys know what he does. That's the.
1: That's speaking, the man of, of speaking of speaking Shaggy, he called us out That's, says, <laughs> to do the hills. That's the, what I was going to bring hills, up. Hills hill challenge.
2: Yeah, the, I the accept, cheetah man. challenge. That yeah, a, the cheetah it? challenge. I mean, no, we'll, I we'll accept it, but I need to get on the Atkins or something. I'm going to do it backwards. I'm going to
1: beat Shane going backwards. So, oh. a, well, I'll probably die <laughs> when I get to the top. I'm going to have,
2: have just... to wear a diaper, and I'm going to have to like stretch and get ice. GoPro naked, because I guarantee you, I'm going to shit or piss while I run up that hill, man. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be a shit.
1: And yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. yeah I might wait for this 100 no. degree weather to go <laughs> away for. a Yeah, little what day. kind of evil
2: is that? You guys yeah. can wait till like you know September at God, least, when it's like in the dude, early today was 80s. Rough, man. You know. guys are gonna make us run up that hill in 197 <laughs> degrees? I Challenge the, I just saw the 70. devil walk by in some swimming trunks earlier. You're gonna tell me that I need to run up a hill like that ain't happening, yeah, yeah. man. I'm I have tree trunks for legs. Like, I, I'm not going to succeed. Yeah, that's very in my well.
1: backyard. That's out no right. piece. Though. I don't
2: know if I want you guys filming this. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, I just want you guys to tell Y'all me. Yeah, we saw a dead leg? body. Can we, yeah, exactly. Can we walk this hill? four but... steps up, and I'm, I'm seizing. You know what I mean? Like four <laughs> steps up, and you guys are trying to get me not to swallow my tongue. Like,
0: Man, getting out of my car is a challenge. Come on, just, that's what I'm I, saying. I just want to see how
1: many takes it took for Shane and all them guys to actually get up there. At... <laughs> well, I like how Clay. You know, there like, was some Hollywood magic going on.
2: I, I like how Clay at the end of his video, like. He, like, adds the dramatic, shows his feet, he does the peace (laughs) sign. Like Clay, I love it, man. That was great. That was great. I mean, all three miles per hour up that hill, that was amazing, (laughs) man. I appreciate you guys doing it. So, yes, we'll accept the damn cheetah challenge. I don't know when we're going to get to it, but we're definitely going to get to it.
0: We'll only accept this challenge if the cheetah himself challenges
2: me to a a run. If if Tyreek wants to come up and show us how it's done, that's cool with me, too. But I I have a strong inclination that that's probably not going to happen. He's a little busy... uh, uh, taking care of his body and his regimen. <laughs> I, so I challenge him, right. him to a race. <laughs> Shit.
1: Me I, and a cheetah. I like how Clay Let's also go.
2: altered it to where he beat Tyreek up the yeah, at yeah, the end yeah. of the
1: video. Like, and he threw up the deuces. I mean, congratulations, Clay,
2: but <laughs> I'm going to have to test you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to have to test you for the PEDs because yeah. that's, that's – I, I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit for sure. But uh, so that's, that's where we're at with the Tyreek Hill situation. I, I think we definitely all need to be very happy where things are at. Damn. Obviously, it's not ideal for their son because of the fact that he has suffered – and hopefully he doesn't suffer for the you know with this for the rest of his life nothing dramatic comes out of this yeah. they get him in a good place um hope i mean even with crystal espinal being is damaged i'll say it, as, as damaged as she is i still hope for the best for her too i think that's also important we need to think about that she's still a human being at the end of the day and yeah. we do need to wish the best for her well, and that she help gets the help she yes serious. she issue. gets the help she needs yeah, and she she's still, needs and still the
1: help. a mother and she still got there's twins. Yeah. So that's not, you know, there's three children that are in hers, you know? Yeah. So that's the, for the kid's sake, more importantly than anything right. for her health, mental health is huge. And then, but yeah, on the Tyreek stuff, man, I hope, I hope we can lock him up for, you know, obviously he's not going to get the money he desired before all this happened. So we just can't do that. That's just, I think it's too high of a risk, but uh, hopefully we can lock up some kind of a three four year deal on a decent right. you know, team friendly price. Yeah,
2: that's, that's something that they definitely are going to visit. And I think that it also brings, it brings up another debate about, you know, we talked about it on one of our first episodes when you, you joined us, Trevis, is yep. when uh, we talked about, you know, whether you'd have rather have Chris Jones of or our Tyree first, Hill. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah. still a debate now. I mean, the debate's kind of back, but um, we'll just kind of leave it there. And as time goes on, if neither one of them have signed an extension yet, we're going to have to talk about it again because oh, yeah. um, that is an important topic we'll and subject. Paid. Yeah, because, well, I, in an ideal world, yes, you'd like to believe that. Um, but I think long term, you have to consider the fact that the Chiefs can't pay everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, if they, yeah, if they can get Tyreek on a on a more friendly deal, team friendly deal, yeah, then we can revisit that conversation. But yeah. Chris Jones, regardless, is going to get his twenty million. A
1: year. That's what I'm saying. They'll both get paid. Under, not i not necessarily mean, by the Chiefs or not. But
2: if somehow, some way, they get Tyreek Hill under a fifteen million a year contract, yeah. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be insane. Especially if he has another All Pro year. If they try to franchise tag him, that's another ball game.
1: Yeah, he was trying to get Odell Beckham money, so we'll see. He almost had it. Yeah,
2: from everything we had heard, the Chiefs were interested in paying him long term with that we'll, big money.
1: We'll, we'll see. He's definitely not getting that from. us. Us. So we, uh, that's where
2: we're gonna leave that, guys. um If more Chiefs topics come up, I will definitely we'll definitely talk about that next week. Um, but we're gonna actually when we get back from the break, we're gonna talk a little NBA. Uh, there is some strong inclinations that we know where Kawhi Leonard is gonna end up next season. So we'll get back to that after this. Casey Hardgoods is the brainchild of local Kansas City degenerate Scott Reinerson, born from a passion of old materials and custom designs, specializing in reclaimed wood, burned art, and signs and upcycled leather wallets and accessories. Follow Casey Hard Goods on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Commandeer is Kansas City's alternative apparel brand. They make unique Kansas City-themed clothing and accessories with a countercultural appeal. Find them online at commandeerbrand.com or follow them at Commandeer Brand on Instagram or Facebook. Back at it again on the Spoken Podcast, segment number two. I am your host, Lance Twidwell, here inside the Casey Beard Co. Studios with my guys, Eddie Ortiz go, go, go. and Trevor Twidwell. What's cracking. So we just got done covering quite a bit, actually, in that first segment. Um, we talked about a guy that lost his job in Kansas City uh, sports talk. Uh, we lo- we talked about the U.S. Women's National Team beating France today and advancing in the World Cup, and then we talked about Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs and where things currently stand and how we're glad that a lot of these weights are just lifted off of our shoulders. Quite frankly, lifted off Tyreek's shoulders, and we uh, hope to move on and look forward to football for the first time. I was talking to I was actually talking to Kent Swanson from Arrowhead Pride the other day. We were texting and just talking about you know the show and you know how things are going for them and and he was just he just kept saying like man I just I've hated this offseason like yeah. this this offseason has it's just been, been so rough
1: one of the worst since I can remember
2: yeah it, it, it I, to me Maybe it since is the Belcher since is Javon like, Belcher yes yeah, because seriously. also with the fact that the, our football team is just
1: really bad back then too
2: yeah that, that didn't help anything either right. cuz at least we have a good team to like look forward to every sunday now mm. with Patrick Mahomes and these other guys so it's like that's kind of the give and take about it. Like now, it's just I just can't wait for football to start. So now that training camp is closing in, like it just it's like that that light is starting to come above I mean, the hill. Imagine man. how
1: Tyreek Hill feels. Yeah, that's why I'm so stoked for him this season because I like we talked about him being possibly being a distraction or distracted. I think he's going to come out with a major chip on his shoulder. Yeah, and, I, and that's I, I why I, I brought it up. That.
2: That's why I brought it up last week because I felt like that was something that we needed to discuss because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. And I feel like there is there's got at least that chance that he could yeah. potentially have a distraction on his mind because right now he's so geared to be in football, yeah. but you know how curveballs in life come about. And if something yeah. happens with, I'm not trying to speculate. I'm just saying that it was something that I felt like we needed to bring up a case in the future. Something is to come up with like, Hey, you know that we remember we talked about this. Like this was something I had a little concern about. Oh, for sure. You know, it, you, just, you have to be prepared for the unexpected. There's always be honest, be
1: something dwindling in the dark from the moment we've heard from
2: the moment that we first heard about this to now, mm. I mean, it's completely different. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's so. There's been sure. has been quite a journey, and like I said, with Kent, he's these guys are ready to get the get the ball rolling literally, and so are we, and so we're yeah. uh, we're really excited for football season to be starting up. But we're gonna talk a little NBA right now because the basketball season just ended, but free agency is just about to begin. And honestly, guys, I love this time. I don't know why the hell Eddie is flashing his Canada shirt. I'm assuming oh, he's talking Canada. about he's talking Isn't about Colton here. Yeah, no, <laughs> you got some glass cutters under those things, right?
1: <laughs>
0: just excited for Kawhi i can tell you're perking man
2: Canada. so yes free agency is about to begin on sunday um it'll be i mean there's already big names that, that look to be you know solidified as to where they're gonna go anthony davis is gonna be a laker kimba walker's probably gonna be a celtic we don't really know where Kyrie irving's going mm-hmm. uh, al horford you know uh, jimmy butler kevin durant uh, clay thompson's gonna stay with golden state that's been confirmed Has but it? Yes, it has. They, they they expect it by Sunday to be signed. It's yeah, 100 million. He's, he's getting yeah, he's 190 getting, million. He's
1: getting the max, bro. He's he getting that max.
2: He's not going anywhere. And especially with his injury, he
1: feels. And he's know, so tied in with that, you know, with that franchise. He he wants to be, you know, a, a part of that new stadium, right? You know, so right. Yeah. So so Arena. there's there, there's
2: been a lot of names that we know where they're gonna <laughs> oh, they're gonna be. They're gonna be where they're at. Okay, but there's a big name that has still been out there floating around. That's Kawhi Leonard. Now we have been talking about this a lot on our show. And Trev and Eddie, I don't want to put words in your mouth that both of you guys have hmm. said numerous times that you believe that he's going to stay in Toronto. So,
0: yeah. put in words in my
2: mouth. I'm, well, okay, put the words in your <laughs> own Would mouth. Would you rather have something else? <laughs> you got options here, Eddie. You got All options. Right. We go, got it. Go, okay. Go 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 yeah. That's just my keyword. I, I guess head out, <laughs> go
1: home now. No, man. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm willing to, to res, you know take back what I said. I honestly just because when I said that that I'd be shocked if he leaves. Which I still will be pretty shocked, but I didn't. I just honestly counted the Lakers out. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't think there was any chance that he'd be going to the Lakers. I mean, the Clippers were the only other team that I thought he would probably go to because it's a good spot, um, and they obviously have the space. I just didn't know. I the way I was looking at the Lakers just from the last couple of weeks, I didn't. I didn't think they had the space to pay him. I didn't know how they're going to get this space. I know they just got AD, so I didn't. I figured they were going to yeah. try to disperse it out and get other players. But nah, this as, just as changes everything. As it was, as it was initially, case.
2: as it was initially presented, it didn't look like they would be able to pay him a max that's deal. Why I was, but, yeah. but 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 Anthony Davis giving up that four million dollars mm. opens that up. And so for me, when I first heard that, well, I think it was two days ago when he gave up that money. I, I remember telling Eddie, I was like, "Look, man." You're not giving up that kind of money unless you know yeah. that someone is coming to LA. Mm-hmm. And and looking back, I, I didn't really think the Lakers were gonna. I mean, I thought they had a shot, but I didn't think that they'd really have a realistic chance of getting Kawhi. I thought they were gonna gear towards more like Kyrie, Kemba, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. But as time has gone on, you were hearing nothing but the Lakers are fully fledged and committed into getting Ka- Kawhi oh, and Leonard, not, and
1: not just the Lakers that from the Lakers aspect of it, from the Lakers trying to go all in and get him, but. Also, from Kawhi's aspect of it, that Rob Palenka is really tied in with Kawhi's college coach or high school coach. Yeah, the, high school coach. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, you know, that's a family friend of Kawhi's. Yeah. Kawhi's very, like, to, to a, the highest degree, very connected emotionally to his decisions as far as with, with you know, who's close to and an tight knit with his family and everything like that. So I think that could be a, play, a, a big factor in the play to, you know, what decision he actually makes. I think it's either the Lakers or or Toronto for me. I think the Clippers have kind of, Faded out, oddly, I thought they were one of the favorites or the favorite for a while there, but I don't know, man. I mean, if he goes to Lakers, that's, I mean, with no Warriors to worry about this this coming season, it that's just, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that with three of the top five, top five, top six players on the same team is bananas. It's,
2: it is, and, and this is the way I look at it. I broke it down on Twitter yesterday because I'm going to be real with you. I don't think Toronto has a shot at keeping them. I'm just going to be totally honest with you, and this is why. Break the three places down that he has stated. quit pointing at Canada, you asshole. I'm telling you the truth. That he, listen to me.
1: <laughs> my my tune is definitely changing, though. I'll, I'll say that for this sure.
2: Is, okay, they they narrowed it down according to his camp.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the
2: Clippers, the Lakers, or Toronto, or mm-hmm. the Raptors, right? Yeah,
1: yeah three okay. teams, yep. Okay. okay, so let's bring the it down. The Raptors uh, get the last meeting.
2: Let's break let's it down. Right. Toronto, let's say they go into next season with Kawhi Leonard. He stays in Toronto, plays with 35-year-old Marcus Saul and 34-year-old Kyle Lowry, and mm-hmm. gets max money. Yeah. Sounds, that's eh, not bad. You know, you can see NBA, what it is. You know, you'll, you'll be a good team, okay? a, a decent team. Right okay. Right. You go to the Clippers, Nah, not again. you come home, you play with 33 year old Lou Williams and Danilo Gallinari mm-hmm. nah. and make max money. Well, they can, that sounds actually better because yeah. you're at home. I don't think that would be money. the team.
1: If he went to the Clippers, I, I think they would probably get some. I'm just going well. off of
2: what there's currently constructed. Yeah. They don't have any other star player on that team. And you're playing in the West.
1: Okay. Who I'm really going currently to go to constructed. Right.
2: Then you have the Lakers. You come back home, you play with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, and you make max money.
1: And the thing like you said with Kawhi, like it with him his personality, he's he's known to not care about the outside noise. He makes his decisions on whatever he wants to do. Sort of like how LeBron always kind of did, you know, he just did whatever he wanted to do. He didn't really care about who being persuaded by outside noise, which is like the opposite of KD. So I mean that him going to the Lakers definitely, like I said, I've changed my tune a little bit. I definitely think that's a major possibility now.
2: I mean, just just break that down logically, right. though. What I what I just stated, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: I'd situation. like situation. I like
2: to believe that Kawhi Leonard is a logical thinking person, unlike Eddie, who keeps pointing at his chest to says, "Canada overcrossed it." Wait, hold on, hold on. You remember when PG thirteen? <laughs> no, don't no Stop, who Eddie, it? Who, Stop it. You wait, who did, lost, and I paid you uh, your hundred dollars. Okay, Who lost hundred bucks? I did. I your did. Bias okay. fandom okay, for OKC. Let's, okay, this is a completely <laughs> different situation because that's unlike saying, Paul George, unlike Paul person. George, Kawhi Leonard is going to make the right decision because Paul George completely screwed his career up uh, by going to Oklahoma City. Man, the they have decision. no shot of winning a title yeah, they in do? no they
1: absolutely Next do not. Next year. What? No, not a, none of a, if yeah. Kawhi goes to LA, the the, the West Coast the West Coast is a Oklahoma City is There's not no even chance. in the 3
2: or 4 best teams in the West. No. They're uh, not. They are. Uh, no, They're not. They are. No they are they're not. Are. The Warriors are still a better team than the Oklahoma City uh, th- Yes, they are. are. We still
1: got I mean, OKC still got to, I mean, I know we're going on a tangent but OKC for some reason now. Yeah, But I appreciate it. No, but I mean, OKC still got to make some moves. They might not hold on to Steven Adams and that's going to be a you know, They might if they lose depth, they can't afford that. Because we know that, that Russ and, and PG PG cannot carry that team by themselves. But back to
2: back to contenders. <laughs> um well, okay see the thing about it, you have the, this is the thing you have to understand that Kawhi Leonard, and I don't want to speak for him, I don't right, because right, right. the dude doesn't speak for himself, you are though. but he was traded to Toronto. That was not his choice, right? If he was given the choice, I like to believe he would have gone to an LA team. The the way the Lakers were constructed last season, that probably wasn't attractive to Kawhi Leonard if you had the choice. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna say this too. The, there's a there's a there's a trend that follows the way Kawhi does things. Never once did really hear did we really hear anything from Kawhi's camp about the Clippers? We heard a whole lot of noise coming from Clipperland and Doc Rivers. You know the whole tampering. Steve thing. Ballmer, yeah, yeah, them really wanting him. But never once did we really hear much about like, oh, there's rumblings from Kawhi's camp about you know him wanting to be a Clipper or, or uh, yeah he wants to be in L.A. But that doesn't mean he wants to be a Laker. definitely Clipperland is is available. We're I mean Stephen A. came in coming out today talking about you know that that's that's him getting word from Kawhi's yeah. camp. Yeah. that's not the Lakers. Like, oh no, that's not coming from the Lakers. That's right. coming from. Kawhi.
2: And Stephen A. might be Which boisterous. Which is important to know. Stephen, Stephen A. might be boisterous and known more for his antics than his actual. But he's connected, but he's to very well connected. To the NBA for sure. He's the one that called.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one
2: that reported that LeBron was going to Miami. Right. And everybody called him crazy. He was dead on, dead money on. Yeah. That. And
1: if you watch his face when he's reporting it, it seems like he knows. He knows. something. And,
2: and and it isn't just him. I remember yeah. text to you guys today, Colin Cowherd. I listen to the show every day. Mm-hmm. And Colin said when he got back from the break, I think it was the second or third segment of his show today. He yeah. said, "I just got to text from somebody that I trust more than anybody, almost more than anybody." That the Lakers are either completely in with Kawhi, like they're going full fledged with him, or they're going to spend that thirty-two plus million mm. on pieces, not yeah. another. They're either not going to try to go get another way, star. It's, yeah. but, but what I'm saying is, is that that tells you how serious the Lakers are about getting Kawhi, yes. It, which means they're willing to do whatever it takes. And so I'm looking at it from the perspective of the Lakers, and 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 let me let me let me delve into this for just a second. Because I, I got to address something that really has ticked me off. And it's not like I'm intentionally mad about it, but it really just does upset me. And I have to address it. I'm so tired of hearing people say this shit about, well, Kawhi doesn't want to play with LeBron. Where in, okay. That's a myth, where, man. Where, That's th- a fan-made yeah, Please myth. show me a quote. Yeah, from from Kawhi's camp, let alone Kawhi himself, that states he does not want to play with LeBron and never wanted to play wrong. Because what I do know is, is that LeBron and Kawhi are actually very close friends.
1: Yes, dude, so, everyone loves LeBron. I'm not sure. That's a that's fan lore.
2: It's exactly what it is. No it's a one narrative is, there's, that's there's created. Never, I mean,
1: name me one player or any commissioner or I mean, Kyrie. besides I'm just saying anybody of like real. And, stuff.
2: Ka- and Kyrie made the mistake. He yeah, made it right, in yeah, himself. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: get there. That yeah. ties into something for me later. But Go ahead. I'm just that's fan lore. That's that's just fans that don't like LeBron. That's that's a narrative that, that they push. Just like there's some kind of narrative between him and Kobe. It's, that's that's fan made lore. It just it's non existent in the real world and reality. So all this stuff about LeBron being a coach killer and you know and him not being a good teammate. It's just absolute nonsense
2: and man. another part of it that i also have to address is the fact because obviously we just address the fact that's complete yeah, shit that's we've nonsense. never heard Kawhi i say it so until we do right. i don't believe that another part that really upsets me is when people try to give him credit for the decisions that are made by the organization and then they try to somehow let's say he was in charge mm. they try to make it seem like that's a bad decision to give him control because what's funny to me is when he came to miami they weren't a super team right they weren't a team yeah he, br- he came there right. g- brought chris bosh with him they go to four straight finals Goes back to Cleveland, makes moves to get Kevin Love and other veterans. They go to four straight finals, which was the
1: right move because everyone was tripping like Wiggins was. And I was on board. I, I, I thought, wanted Wiggins too. Yeah, yeah. I thought Wiggins was going to be special. Turns out he's pretty damn. Mediocre. But they got
2: Kevin Love out of it, and it worked out right? in 2016. They went right. to four straight finals. Should have
1: worked out for more than that. That was a but success- Kevin Love couldn't stay healthy. That was a
2: successful run. Yes, or they they could have won two titles they with Kyrie. Yeah, Kevin Love would have stayed healthy in 2015. Absolutely. Now he's back in L.A. and this has been a little bit of a rougher patch because he did get injured and they had a bunch of ragtag players. the the The, the Lakers organization is. In a complete mess for several years, so this wasn't a LeBron problem. Mm. But now, look what's happening. Yeah, LeBron's getting a coach that he likes. They have cap space. They just went and got Anthony freaking Davis, and they're about to land Kawhi Leonard mm. with Kyle Kuzma still intact, despite yep. trading half of the team away.
1: Yep, and they can go get some Jr. Smith so, and Carmelo yes. on the, on the cheap, Kyle Corver, yep. uh, Jamal cheap. Crawford.
2: Now, though he's older, but he could still get him. Yep. You can get a lot of these guys at mid level. Two Carmelo Anthony. Oh, like this you said, is more than that. This my, is... my point is this. Let's say LeBron does have the control of his teams. How's how's that gone? Nine of his 16 seasons, they've been to the finals. That's over 50% of the time. My point is this, (laughs) is that if you look at what the success rate of LeBron's career is, if he is the one that has the control, the Laker fans and the Laker organization should be very happy right now because he's about to save their organization. Because when they get Kawhi Leonard, and I'm calling it right now, I'm putting myself on the record by Sunday... We will know something whether he signed or we will know the confirmation that Kawhi is expected to sign mm-hmm. with the Lakers. When that happens, we are looking at the next dynasty of the NBA. Yeah, and I was it talking, is happening.
1: Yeah, man, and I was talking to a buddy of mine at work yesterday, and I was like, "Dude, could you imagine? Say they get Kawhi, and this all goes through, and they get their little you know shooters and three and D guys that they need to fill in the roster. Could you what 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 could could you imagine if LeBron? Okay, LeBron's on this this this." The Lakers um, contract for four more years, right? Or three, but he could have three more he years. Could go yes. four. Yeah. He could go four rather right? than an option. For There's a player year. option. Right. Imagine if LeBron rides out in the sunset with this dynasty with four straight chips. Because well, if, if this core stays together, I don't see any I don't you can't I don't think you could put together another core that could yes, stop he, them.
2: and even if yeah because if this if and when this happens, right. this could be the greatest team assembled. Imagine as far LeBron, as talent no, imagine imagine LeBron, LeBron goes out with seven rings. That's what I'm saying. But even if okay, let's <laughs> let's say LeBron even gets just let's say five or six, right? Right, right. right. Let's say he ties Michael. I'm not right? saying that's I, a possibility. I'm done with that comparison because LeBron is the better player. I'm not even, about I'm not even that. trying yeah. to my point saying. is the narratives, the narratives of You know, MJ had six to his whatever. They tie, and LeBron goes to 12, 13 finals. Rings are rings, though. Right. My point is, you cannot. You that 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 narrative is no longer even valid. So, I think that's what scares a lot of folks is they know that this is the this is the cusp of LeBron going on an actual beauty run because he never had a
1: dynasty. The poetry in all of this, though, is that let's all be real. A lot of that noise that LeBron hate the LeBron legacy hating noise comes from the West Coast. And it's just so poetic that all that this is happening with the Lakers, with the, yes. one of the fan bases that's knocked LeBron because yes. they have this, the underlying hate for LeBron because he overshadowed Kobe so quickly. I just think it's so beautiful and poetic that yeah. they, they have to be the team that's possibly going to indwell this,
2: endure, <laughs> this the, yeah. endure
1: this this new dynasty that's possibly in the making on the Lakers. It's just, it's beautiful. I, I'm telling
2: LeBron. you right now, I don't think we have as much information as we have about Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers, unless this was going to happen. I really don't. I don't think that it has as much legs as it does. And the Lakers find a way to not make this happen. Right. I think that this has been the plan all along. This is why I don't think LeBron was upset or scared about what was the the process of this all happening. I do think last year he was wanting Kawhi and Paul George to go there, but he ended up getting, they ended up getting traded away. Mm. So that wasn't on them. It was what happened. And Paul George decided to stay with like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Now Kawhi is actually logically thinking, and I think he knows that, look, I've proven myself, I'm a finals MVP with two other franchises. I just led a team with no other superstar to the finals and beat...
1: Granted, a team that lost a lot of their star talent. He beat a a quote-unquote KD team, but he did beat a LeBron team. Kawhi has
2: nothing left to prove. So if he plays third fiddle, you really think that's going to bother him knowing what he has already in his regimen, what he already has in his legacy? He has nothing to prove. He has nothing left to prove. So if they go and rally off two to four championships in the next four years, you really think Kawhi's going to go... You know, I really wish I'd just stayed in Toronto and not won another championship and have that one yep. because they, the, the Raptors to me, and I've said this last week, the Raptors to me remind me of the mid 90s Rockets. They had that perfect window of opportunity and they took it and they won. You got to give them their credit, but they weren't a dynasty. They weren't a team that weren't going to last long. They're not sustainable. The Raptors are not sustainable. They, right. Kawhi is not going to stay in Toronto. I don't He's going to stay. He's either going to go to the Lakers or go to the Clippers. But I'm telling you right now, he is going to be a Laker. It's going to happen.
1: I just yeah. think once he gets into that meeting in that that room with whoever's in there, I don't know if Magic is going to be there or not. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I just think once he gets into that building, the team that he loved growing up, you know, being a West Coast kid, it's going to be hard for him to turn that down. You know, yeah. I know, he, I know, yeah. I know the Raptors get the last, the last, last chance, the last new meeting and everything, but he leaves that West Coast weather and goes all the way over to to Toronto and was like, you know what? I don't know. We'll see, man. And it's
2: not just again all the factors of it being at home and making max money are the two things that obviously are of severe severe importance, Mm -hmm. but it's not like he's going to the Lakers because of those reasons. He's also going there because if, and when he goes there, they are automatically the best team in the NBA.
1: He's the guy that does not, I don't think he cares about being the guy. He's even, he said, he said it numerous times. Like, how do you feel about being the guy? Like they've had interviews and he's like, "Ah, all I care about is being the best team. Right. And that's the, and I actually believe him absolutely. I actually yeah, yeah, yeah. believe for him for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I do too. And I think that's the perfect mashup to go. So what with I need to AD know, and LeBron, what man. I do need
2: to know oh, for both, of, I, I I need to know real <laughs> quick if you guys could go ahead and send me your jersey sizes because I'm gonna have two Kawhi Leonard Laker jerseys donated to your asses <laughs> when this signing happens. So, no, I, I, so I, I, send me I, those over. You can email me if you can. He even if he you, can you can email me. Um, I'll give you guys my email for after the show. Sure. Uh, or you can just donate to our Patreon. Uh, whatever you guys want to do, but. Fact is, it's going to happen. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you got your popcorn ready. And, uh, Eddie, I if you can happens. get a shirt for next week that says OLA, that would be perfect, man. I'd really appreciate it. Today was a good day. by us cube. Oh, you can do all kinds of other stuff. I mean, don't wear a Raiders shirt, but wear something. Wear something that's West Coast themed. That would be really – I'd really appreciate it, dude. So I was born um, in the West Coast. So. That's where we're going to leave that segment. I appreciate <laughs> Eddie's input on all this. Um, <laughs> but when Canada. we get back, actually, the reason why oh, we haven't Canada. had Eddie talk a lot is because when we come back, he's actually going to fill in the cracks – It's like a little soccer, whatever else he's feeling. We'll get back to that after this. Wasteland Society, an apparel brand inspired by the underground, the weird, the youth, post-punk, 80s and 90s pop culture, and the idea of living life on the opposite end of the spectrum to the fullest. Hand printed in Kansas City using an eco-friendly printing process on sweatshop-free garments that are ethically made in the USA. Find them. We are Wasteland Society on Instagram. Back at it again on the spoken podcast for segment number three. I am your host, Lance Twidwell, here with my guys in the Casey Beerco studios, Eddie Ortiz yo, yo, yo. and Trevor Twidwell. What up? So we have covered now um U.S. women's national team beating France, Tyree Hill, his situation up to date, how we reacted to that. Kawhi Leonard will be a Laker come this next weekend. Well, maybe not finalized yet, but it will be in the very near future. Now we got our guy, Eddie Ortiz, here to fill in some cracks for us. We're going to get some information on the outside world of what's going on in the world of soccer and other places, (laughs) afar, abroad, whatever you want to call it. Eddie, go ahead and fill in them cracks, brother.
0: All right, man. Let's start with the Gold Cup. We got Gold Cup matches this weekend.
2: uh, Starting tomorrow with
0: uh, Haiti against Canada. Uh, Nobody cares about that match. Sorry.
1: (laughs) While you're wearing the Canada shirt. Oh well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It says That's, it while wearing a Canada on, shirt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> See, the, the Canada shirt was for <laughs> Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi, That's soccer. It's a universal not shirt. That's soccer-related, okay? That's not okay? even a Raptors shirt. It says Kawhi
2: on the back. No, it doesn't. It, no, it says Kawhi on you the
0: back. You bought
1: that shit at
0: Target, dude. I, I did. Blue light special at Walmart. Hey.
2: Fill them cracks. Back
0: to the subject.
2: Yeah, do it. Fill
0: me. We got Mexico against Co- Costa Rica tomorrow at 8.30. Uh, I believe it's going to be a pretty good game. They, they always like to show out. In these kind of matches, uh, it's obviously the quarterfinals, but I think Mexico will top Costa Rica three to one. I think it's going to be a pretty easy victory. Eh, I wouldn't say easy, but let's go with uh, it's going to be a, uh, a tough match. But I think Mexico will pull through and will find a way to score. Costa Rica is, is it's it's on a down slope. They they lost to uh, Haiti, I believe, on their last match. So. I think Costa Rica needs a lot, a lot of, you know, team. Ah, uh, uh, I lost the word, but Them. like, kind of like uh, connection. Montery. Yeah, it's, they they they're the locker rooms not all there together. It, it feels like yeah, chemistry. There you go. It feels like they're not they're not the best at the moment, but I, I think it's gonna be a good game. Then on Sunday we got uh, two more games. Uh, we got Jamaica against Panama. Uh, again, I don't think a lot of people are into those games, but if you are, I mean, it's going to be a, a close game. I, I don't see an advantage to either one. They have both been struggling. Uh, they're they're both, I mean, not not the favorites to win the Gold Cup, but uh, little known fact is that Jamaica has made it to the last two finals in the Gold Cup, but. This year, they they also been struggling. Uh, they haven't been able to connect on the field. So we'll see how that works out. Then we got, obviously, your USA national team against whatever country that is. I can't pronounce that. C-U-R-A-C-A-O. Cool. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it should be an easy game for the U.S. Um, obviously... The men, for some reason, have been struggling in the past year or so. With them not qualifying to the World Cup, it, it feels like it, it took a big toll in the in the men's national team. And it's a pretty young roster, but at the same time, it feels like they they just don't have the competitiveness as any other team. It feels like they just go get their checks and go back to where they were they were from. Uh, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully they they can make it all the way to the final. Which, obviously, the the final that everybody wants, every gold cup is Mexico against USA, and mm-hmm. it never fails to to be an amazing match. Uh, USA winning or Mexico winning, it's always been it's been a, a great game. And those those kind of games is where I'm always divided because I was born in in the USA, obviously, but I'm also of, of Mexican descent.
1: You gotta pick a side.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> when it comes to those games, I I don't. I don't, I don't get sad as to who the loser is, because I technically win-win. It's do you a get win- happy? Yeah, I, I get happy if the U.S. wins, and I get happy if Mexico wins. It, it's kind of like a win-win situation for me. I don't think I have a like a
2: lose-lose. Shit, talk about hedging your bets, man. That's nice. Yeah, that must so, be real nice to be for two countries, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, no. So when the <laughs> World Scoring Cup both, yeah. you're, you're cheering when both teams score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like when like U.S. scores, do you speak in Spanish? Like, it's English, and then yes. Mexico scores, like. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Pinche, he just like <laughs> in. sure, yeah, okay, sure. But yeah, sure. He's like, sure. <laughs> He's like just shut the fuck <laughs> up. Dude.
0: And then we got obviously we got Copa America, and uh, they they've, they've been on the little on, on like on the shadow of the Gold Cup uh, recently. I mean, obviously it's like it's a South America, so the countries are a lot better, a lot bigger. Um, soccer, obviously. Everybody knows Brazil. Everybody knows Argentina, Colombia, Chile. Uh, So these are teams that are up there. But for some reason, the Gold Cup, with the the amount of uh, excitement that's happening with, like, the Caribbean uh, teams coming up and actually competing this year, it's actually been a little more fun to watch the Gold Cup. A lot of people might think I'm going crazy or not, but I think excitement-wise – not talent wise not soccer wise just on the fact on the exciting part of the games are closer and you, you have competitiveness on both sides it, it's not it's not a uh, possession based or anything they're, they're both going at it yeah. uh, Caribbean teams wanting to prove a point and obviously the big teams wanting also to prove a point so I, I think excitement wise it is It is being overshadowed by the gold cup, but obviously talent wise soccer wise Copa America, it's obviously much, much bigger. This is, we're talking about the oldest soccer tournament in the world. So think about that. So we had yesterday, we had Brazil against Paraguay. It was a really, really, really close match. Obviously it went to overtime and then they went to penalties. Uh, Paraguay had the advantage; they could have won, but the the guy decided to miss and give Brazil the the advantage. So Brazil took the took the took the lead, and obviously they won in the, in the penalty shootout. Obviously Brazil wants to show out since this is their uh they're hosting the Copa America, so they want to uh you know they want to be champions in front of their people. So. Yeah. But Brazil, it's it, they they've been struggling. Uh, without Neymar, you can tell they really miss Neymar. Uh, a lot of people don't like Neymar, but he is a game changer, and obviously, you can tell they miss him. Uh, today, earlier today, uh, around two o'clock, we had Argentina against Venezuela. Obviously, both countries they they they're they're both struggling. Argentina, for some reason, they just can't get it together, man. They they. They've struggled. Messi can't just can't seem to, to push Argentina over the edge. But today they managed to pull through. They they won 2-0 against Venezuela. Um, we have now we have uh Colombia Chile, which are playing right now. Obviously the they are drawing 0 0. They are about to go into overtime. Uh, who's gonna win out of that? I don't know, but it's gonna for sure, I hope. Uh, it, it's gonna be a great competition after that into the semifinals. Uh, then we got obviously tomorrow we got the last game. It's Uruguay against Peru. Uh, obviously Uruguay has a, a a great advantage. Uh, with Luis Suarez being being in the striker position. Uh, obviously that's a bigger threat than anything Peru Peru has at the moment. Uh, so I expect that to happen. And what's been confirmed today from this uh, Copa America is that Brazil is going to play against Argentina in the semifinals.
2: That's going to be one hell of a game.
0: That is going to be one hell of a game. It it is expected obviously to sell out. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: This is a, this is what the Copa America is made for, uh, for, for big uh, matches like this. So, it's going to be a really good game to watch. So I recommend if if you guys haven't tuned into the Copa America or anything, you should tune into the Brazil Argentina game. They never felt to to disappoint. It's always close, it's always it's always down down the line, you know? So I really
2: recommend that game. And yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, filled in the cracks perfectly. Ready to go, Eddie Ortiz. I'll give it up for our guy. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for that, because we need to know those things. And uh, sure. I
1: just want to throw one thing in there real quick.
2: Um, Trevor's Woj- gonna fill in a crack.
1: Uh, yeah. Woj just just tweeted uh, that Kevin that KD plans to talking to four teams only: the Nets, the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Warriors. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there. I didn't know that those were the four he's teams standing, confirmed. I think over. the Nets. I, I didn't the know the whole, Clippers were on yeah. the teams he was going to talk to, though. That's the Clippers. It, only be,
2: I think it's only because the Clippers are are trying to be very serious about who
1: you know buyers are trying to be buyers. They're trying to probably sway. Yes, K- Kawhi as the, well. The as the,
2: the whole wrench and all that is the fact that Katie won't be playing next season, right? So if he was playing next season, I could be like, okay, look, Katie's got the leverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't really have the leverage now, so he might just have his best bet of staying with
1: Golden State. That's his best bet for sure. I think that's his best bet right now. That way he can compete and Golden State will be competitive with the Lakers. Right,
2: and and the Knicks are a horrible organization. In fact, they're probably the worst organization in basketball. Yeah. Uh, I would say the Nets, because of Kyrie Irving factor, that might make sense. Uh, I mean, what do they do with DeAngelo Russell? There's There's a lot of moving parts there. Clippers, he'll make a lot of money. He'll, you know, he'll, I guess he'll have, you know, autonomy there and Mm -hmm. he'll be the best player on the team. We can see what he does with the team like that. But I think best bet for him, just stay with the Warriors and see what happens. If they're willing to pay you max money, even though you have an Achilles tear and you'll be 32 and you get back, it's probably your best bet just to stay there and see what you can do for success wise. Because when he comes back, if he's. You know, close to what I he think once still be was. Great,
1: but.
2: You're talking about a team that could still win the NBA championship. Yeah, yeah. So you would have the Lakers versus Warriors in the Western Conference finals, which would be an absolute slugfest, yes, which I would is. love in the, in the coming years. So that's where we'll leave that. Um, but yes, Eddie, thank you so much for filling the cats. Trevor, thank you for uh, letting us know about yeah. that woge bomb. And uh, we're going to get to our favorite segment. And guys, what's that called again? Hold, Hold this L. L. It's time. I want you to do me a favor and hold this out. Somebody's got to hold that
1: out. him. her.
2: I'm talking like caps lock. L, 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 L. LL. Cool stuff. Hold that out.
1: <laughs> Good God, man. Hold this gigantic, <gasps> veiny, Ooh, <my>. pulsating. L. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. You ignorant bastard. <laughs> wow, that was great. I'll hold so, this
2: out. Hold this L brought to you by Casey Beard Company. For the last five years, Kansas City Beard Company has provided all men with 100 percent organic ingredients for skin and hair to take care of your beard and skin on a daily basis. So visit them at Caseybeardco.com for all things beards, All things Skin related. All right guys, let's get to our favorite segment. Hold this L. We love to give out Ls in this show. And oh, it's been shit. a very I think we only we've had one time where some of us, one of us has had the same one. I don't remember what it was, but this was like several weeks ago. I don't think that's gonna happen again this week. Yeah. Hopefully not. Because this <laughs> has actually been one of the weeks where I've had to like kind of think about it. Usually yeah. it's like it's just like you just get a pick it one. From is, the there's, a lot, there's a uh, lot of control. W's
1: going around right a now. A lot of W's yeah. given out.
2: Yeah, a lot of guys are about to get paid in free agency, yep. you know, and, and NFL's about to start up, you know, training Tyreek's cleared. Yeah, Tyreek's yeah. cleared. I mean, I guess you know, there's a couple we can give out that's pretty obvious and locally, but yeah. Eddie, I'm gonna start with you, man. Who are you handing an L to? Ooh, you guys might be
0: surprised, might be shocked, but I'm gonna go, go ahead and give it to Rob Palenka from the Lakers. Why am I giving it to him? Because of the Anthony Davis trade. Uh, I, I guess he forgot for some reason to to clear up cap space to to either bring another big player or
2: whatnot. <laughs> So yeah, that's gonna he, really that's gonna really yeah. fucking suck when they got Kawhi Leonard after that. No, right? but now, I mean, now, space now so no,
0: now, no. now, forced Anthony Davis. After, yeah, exactly because they had to involve the Wizards in this trade deal. Yeah, it's okay in because order to make it happen. LeBron so, gave his
2: number, so it's okay.
0: Yeah, so so I'm gonna give it to Rob Polinka because he didn't think about the numbers. He he obviously had to rethink. Not a math guy. Yeah, he had yeah. to rethink the fucking the trade deal, and they obviously had to involve the Wizards in order to make this happen. Yeah. So Rob Palenka. Hold, Hold this L. L.
2: You know, yes. there's a funny story, real quick, about Rob Polinka that I love. Is that when he had to call when he got the job at the Lakers, mm-hmm. he actually had to call other general managers across the league and apologize for the shit that he had done in the past as an agent. He, was so a he shady, started as an agent. Yeah, he was
1: a shady agent. Yeah. He was he a was shark. Kobe's agent. He was so a shark. Expect, you know he was saying? a shark.
2: He used yeah. to rip franchises off like a knife. I mean, yeah, he was <laughs> a shit. Uh, he used to. Uh, I remember. I, I never forget when he talked about how Kobe wanted to meet Heath Ledger and they met. Oh, dude. Supposedly, but it was like that nine months. Is- it was nine months after Heath Ledger
1: died. That's some weird stuff. It was That's really like on weird. weird level. Yeah. Kind of like- so,
2: Palinka, I'm I'm actually glad you brought him into this because Palenka is a guy that does like that guy that <laughs> has
1: to like lie to kick it yeah he has to like make up stuff to like be which cool. is weird because you would think he'd just go to a party like yeah i'm
2: rob Lowe. yeah i mean he's <laughs> in the west
1: coast good looking guy he's a successful agent yeah i'm like, I mean,
2: chris from parks rob, and rec yeah. and, and, and perkins
1: you know yeah, like, yeah. it's leslie nope he's you know, probably, he he's probably a serial killer he looks like, kind he, of like he looks like he wears and him, like. Ab, him and adam Silverpie team up and go on little killing sprees he's got a couple lampshades <laughs> i guarantee they have <laughs> they a nipple like on it he's <laughs> got
2: killers. a lampshade or two that has a nipple on it i guarantee it trevor who's holding
1: your um like we, we were kind of alluding to it a little earlier, but mine's going to Kyrie Irving. Um, I just, what he did when he, when he, he made it very clear that he wanted to be the man, right. When he left Cleveland, he left another opportunity on the board of possibly winning a championship. And obviously LeBron went on without him. Um, I didn't get a ring, but still had that made the trip. Um, it could have, the outcome could have been different if he stayed around. Um, but he, he was, he was, very adamant. He wanted out, and he wanted to be the man. He wanted to put on his big boy pants. Didn't want to be called the kid anymore, even though he was the kid, obviously. Um, it hasn't really worked out for him. I know he didn't choose to go to the Celtics, but um turns out the cancer all along has been Kyrie Irving. I love the I love him as a player. He's very fun to watch. He's electrifying. He made the the big shot in that series in 2016. Um, great player, um, but he's done nothing since he's left and demanded that trade. Done nothing but but made himself look way worse. And not only from a PR standpoint, because I don't know who, I mean, I know obviously the nets are looking at him and the people are going to want him as far as just his talent. But I mean, he landed in a great spot in Boston, loaded with talent. One of the best coaches in the league, one of the best owners in the league, you know, as far as making moves. And it just, I feel bad for the Celtics, quite honestly. I mean, they had a good chance of, of really making some noise in the East and they're what fourth, fifth in the East when they should have been, you know, one or two seed in my mind. Um, and obviously it shows that that team plays better basketball without him on the floor. And that, that was proven last year or this past season. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, my L goes to him because he, 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 he wasn't careful what he wished for. You know, he wanted the spotlight. He wanted to be his own man. He left, you know, possibly the greatest player of all time alone. He left him alone. He he, he left him stranded. Um, and they had a good, a good thing going in Cleveland. I know it's Cleveland, but he left a good thing going. And, um, he's done nothing but made himself look like an asshole and it's, it's just bad. It's a bad, it's a bad image. And, um, and all the people that were hating on LeBron for, you know, saying that he, they put, he pushed him away and blah, blah, blah. It turns out that that was all that's, that's a farce. So, uh, yeah, with that Kyrie Irving, you can, uh, Holy hell. hell! It's
2: crazy to think that he hit the greatest shot, the biggest shot in finals history to this right. point, and yet we can still consider him in some form or fashion a waste of talent.
1: And now he's and now he's got one of the biggest fan bases, like totally hating it. It's that's crazy. It's Crazy how, yeah. how quickly like, that happened. I'm
2: not going to blame him because I don't. I'm not going to blame him fully for how Boston went because I don't no, no, think no. he fit
1: there. Those fans are irritating. But as shit. but he
2: didn't handle it well. Right. That's the point. And and furthermore, he should have never been in Boston. Yeah. If he would have stayed in Cleveland, that's him and LeBron little, that's would my, that's still my be whole in point. Cleveland.
1: That was my whole point. Like him, he he wanted to leave. He made it very clear he wanted yeah. out. You could still be playing with the best without player knowing in the world. That you were in a better position st- sticking around. Like it's, it's just
2: crazy, man. It's it's yeah. nuts. And they would have went to nine straight finals. It's just then, it's very I frustrating. Mean, who to see knows that what would
1: have happened if they had if he had Kyrie by his side? That's that what I'm that saying, run.
2: man. That's what I'm saying. So it's very it's very unfortunate that that's how that relationship ended. It reminds me a lot of Shaq and Kobe. What could have still been for the next two to three years with them? Shaq still had a little left in him. You never know what could have happened, but. I'm going to move mine in, guys, because um, – and this one actually came to me today. I usually have mine planned out a couple days in advance, and I did not have this one planned in advance because I had a couple in in line, but this one came to us from the great and always clutch freezing cold takes. And <laughs> I've had mo- multiple people like post them side by side because it's worthy of it. In the business of talking sports, you're going to be wrong, and you're going to say things that always come back to you. And so I don't want to always like hold it against people for being wrong about something. But when you hold a double standard, what did Paul Pierce say? Now, no, I, I, I'm actually going to give Paul a break this week. <laughs> but it's actually a guy that I, I've kind of liked on and off a little bit. Like he's been decent about some of his takes. I I don't, I don't think he made it because of his skill as a as a talker. I think it's more because of him being known in basketball, especially in his college career. But when you hold a double standard with what your approach is, that's when I'm going to call you out. Jay Williams today oh, yeah. came out and tweeted this. And it's regarding Kawhi Leonard potentially going to the Lakers. I will say this right now, dot, 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 space. If Kawhi leaves then at-Raptors for the at-Lakers, that would be the weakest move I've ever seen by the most dominant player in our game right now. Three of the top five players in the NBA on the same squad with a bunch of emojis. Right. Well, you know, if you have that opinion, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to really like lambaste you for that because everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm not going to say you're wrong for feeling that way. Mm. I don't agree, but that's that's fine. Fourth of July of 2016, when we found out that Kevin Durant was going to commit to the Warriors, this is what Jay Williams tweeted out. For those that criticize, for those people criticizing Kevin Durant, you should know the inner dynamics of their team before saying it's the quote unquote weakest move ever. So here's the double standard here for, for Mr. Jay Williams because right. if we're going to actually break these two situations down, there is no question that Kevin Durant's move was by far yeah. the weakest move ever. Absolutely, We all know this. Eddie, it's you're an OKC the same fan. Si- it's
1: not even the same uh-huh. situation.
2: We Exactly. It's not. Kevin Durant, we can go through this all over again. Had a team that could win a championship in OKC, OKC leaves that team after choking down a three uh, one deficit in the to West, that team of, that he went to to the team he <laughs> goes to that just won seventy three right, games and yeah. has already won a championship with two all, already Hall of Fame players and Draymond on the outskirts about to be his way in you go to that team LeBron right. never joined a super team He's spent a year invested in the LA with Javale McGee and Lance Stevenson. so then he recruits Anthony Davis he's recruiting Kyrie Irving or Kawhi Leonard. You, 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 this isn't even the same thing. So for, for Jay Williams, a guy who's paid to talk sports, to say some stupid-ass shit like this and hold a double standard, yeah. the, the double standard isn't the only thing you're going to hold because guess what else you're holding? You're going to yeah. hold this out. L because I'm telling you, man, that is the he's, weakest shit. You, well, you hold, talk a week, move, that's a weak yeah. shit. He's, he's
1: in tight with, with KD Katie in KD's camp, though. He's been a KD defender this whole time. Well, he can even be tight with democracy, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it, there's a bias there, and it's obvious. So. It's obvious, man. Yeah. And that's that's just that's weak shit, man. So you cannot Jay, compare those two situations. They're not exactly. They're not the same. You're a mess, Jay
2: Williams. Get, get 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 better on your game, bro. That's. I mean, I, I will defend him because he has. He's actually been one of those guys that said LeBron no. is the goat. Yeah, He, yeah. And, he and he's knows the game. Sh- he knows the game. I just you can't have double standards when it comes to
1: this stuff. That man. was that was an emotional. Bias take right there nah, he needs that was to, him trying to flip flip it because and try to lighten the the what KD did and it's it's well, not gonna work when
2: i read that the only thing i could say was holy hat yeah so, he, well, he was on uh, first take going on a random holy so. hat guys holy yeah. hat so this is a great show thank you guys for listening trevor oh, yeah. uh the patreon is up and at it is that it's, correct
1: it's right now i sent it to patreon and they're they're reviewing it and they're gonna it's probably gonna be published by tonight or tomorrow okay so, so stand,
2: stand to that when we when, when it is when it is good to go yeah. we will share it on facebook and on twitter for you guys to join that uh, any, anything matter, like anything counts guys, yeah. whether it's a dollar it does not matter. We're just, we, you know, like I said, we're looking just for a little bit of support here just to keep this thing running to get better equipment. As time goes on, we'd appreciate anything you guys want to do. If you don't, you just want to be a listener. We get that. That's totally fine. If it's not within your financial budget, mm-hmm. but if you guys have it in your hearts and have it in your bank accounts, quite frankly, to, just to support a little bit of what we're doing here, cause we're working hard towards making this thing a better quality show every single week, we would greatly appreciate that. So in that, uh, stay tuned for that guys it's been a great night tonight talking some sports if you guys have any questions about the show if you guys have any uh, things you want us to talk about if you guys want to have any shout outs just let us know uh, we'll definitely talk about it on the show next week and every week but in that for Eddie Ortiz for Trevor Twidwell we're in the KC Beardco Studios I am Lance Twidwell for the Spoken Podcast and in that we out see Later. ya we're gonna get bad at this bitch thank you so much for listening guys see ya you are tuned into. Spoke. I might actually stick I might actually stick around for a little bit